no babies you either. Sitting there like SpongeBob. <laughs> Crash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, SpongeBob. Why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, endless like SpongeBob references, though. That shit funny, man. Yo. Money just changed everything. I wonder how life without it would go. From the concrete, who knew that a flower would grow? Looking down from the top and it's crowded below. My 15 minutes started an hour ago. Truth over fame, you know I respect the blatant shit. When I hear him talking, I just don't know what to make of it. Hate is so familiar to me, I'm slowly embracing it. Doesn't come natural, bear with me, it could take a bit. Yeah, and my dreams are who I'm racing with. But you can see I'm pacing it so that I'm always chasing it. Wayne put me right here, that's who I get the paper with. I hope that my success never alters our relationship. Yeah, this life is something I would die for. October zone, but it's looking like July 4th. I just wish they let you try it first. This time I'm really going off. Fireworks. Today begins. I've missed them before, but won't miss them again. You got two cents radio. Double up on them. Welcome to episode 22. 22. 22. Yes, and this is the second episode of a surprise July 4th special. So we really want y'all guys to sit down, drink something, and listen to us talk shit. So I <laughs> uh, hope everyone is enjoying the holiday. We really want y'all to get into it. We are, you know. It is what it is. We make it do what it do every year. With that being said, let's get started, fellas. It's the classic trio. I got my man Juice. What it do, baby? What it do, baby? I got my man Dez. How y'all doing? He's a fun guy. Yeah, so. First thing that we're going to get into this week is sports. We've been doing that, and we're going to continue with it. So first thing we want to talk about that we never talked about before, guys, and that's soccer. And the thing is, is that all of us love the sport. Football. Football. Goal. Goal. So first thing we want to talk about is our national women's team. Hey, ladies. My Mercedes. Hey, they doing their thing. They like they're doing what everybody they they're doing what everybody expects the men to do. Like like that's what they expect out of the men, that greatness. I think you have too high a demand for our men. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I expect greatness across the board, alright? <laughs> Everywhere. But you know, no, I'm on a real like I'm I'm really proud of how they're just representing, even though they're underpaid, they're underappreciated. They they get criticized for doing like I got criticized for the way they were celebrating when they were beating uh, beating Thailand. 
And like I'm just like, like what else are they supposed to do? Just be like, oh yeah, all right, we scored another goal. Let's just keep it. Like nah, man, it's like have fun, enjoy it, enjoy the game. That's the love for the game. Like that's just p- nitpicking that shit because if the men were doing it, you'd be like, yeah, yeah, man, they suck. <laughs> man, look at these, look at these blunt bums. Like, like come on, don't do that double standard shit. But um, yeah, I'm really proud of the women. The men are in the gold cup, I believe they are. Yes. And they actually uh they actually are doing their thing, you know what I mean? They've surprised us. I can speak on it because I watched their first game against um Trinidad. I think even though I didn't watch the game against Trinidad, I can't remember who they played, but um the first game of the Gold Cup, I was like, all right. Let's see what y'all about, because I got my man Kristen Pulisic on there. If y'all don't know who he is, he's basically our 10 player. The 10 player in soccer is the best player on the field, typically. And um, he plays internationally for, he was playing for Borussia Dortmund, a German club, and now he's playing for Chelsea, English club. That tells you that from the start, we got better players. We got guys that are playing in the Premier League now, and they're also playing in different leagues across Europe. It's an effort to make U.S. men's soccer relevant, yes. all right? Because the biggest issue and why we suck so much is because we don't got no good players. We ain't got nobody. <laughs> we ain't got nobody. It's like everybody, like Colombia, got dudes that play for Real Madrid, like Spain. You know, we're kind of like a double-edged sword here because America's a sport that. Soccer is kind of put on the back burner in America. Like, yeah. soccer's always kind of like used as that introductory sport to everyone for kids in America. Yeah. And Shit, I, like, my I, first sport was soccer. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> my first sport was soccer. But most people like get put in soccer in America at a young age to get a little camaraderie, a little teamwork, like run around a little bit because it gives you good cardio. And then you all play football and baseball and basketball, for the most part. Yeah, you go to the sports that, you know, pay. Because in America, soccer doesn't pay. Hell, I can make as much as an MLS player if I really want to, and I ain't even got to run. <laughs> so, it's just like, you know. But, I mean, I, and I also want to touch on the women because I love the women's team. They are actually the elite team. They are the best players in the world. Like, legit, yes. some of the best players in the world. My favorite player is Megan Rapino. Well outspoken, amazing baller. You see her shooting them shots at Trump? She ain't give not one fuck. Hey, yo, she, she's real bad. She's ain't going to no fucking White House. <laughs> <laughs> I love her, dog. Hey, that's real funny as hell. But I agree with you, Jeff, man. Our, our U.S. women's national team, uh, congrats on the win today over France. They're moving into the semifinals now against England. Should be a good game. Uh, but the women definitely have high expectations no matter where they play, always when they play. And most of the time, these women deliver. And um, we're rooting for you, ladies. Bring it home. They got to win the World Cup this time around, so I expect them to bring that home. Won it last time. I didn't. Did we win? No, yeah, we, we lost the world like, championship. We no, we, yeah, we lost the world championship. We lost the worlds last year. I was thinking year. about that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but we won, we won the last World Cup. We're, we're looking to repeat the yeah. World Cup. So go back to back. Yes, indeed. And hopefully, I mean, I expect the, men too. the men's soccer team to win the gold cup. I expect them to do it. They should get it. It's not that hard. 
We got Panama next. I think we can get them. Panama. So I did watch. I confused it. I watched Panama play against Trinidad. Trinidad horrible. It's just a bunch of. Them band was just fast as shit. They 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 got crackhead speed, but they got no skill. So it was just like nah. So we we should come out on top. We got we got some tough games coming up. Now moving forward, Hollywood Hill Braun Bank. We here, baby. Hollywood Hill. We here. Juice is excited. It's time. <laughs> I've been waiting for this. I said it last week. I don't know. It must have been a sign from heaven or God or something, bro. I said it. I said LeBron was best when he was number six, when he was the sixth guy, when he was the heel of the NBA. That's when I love LeBron the most for his years in Miami. And now he's bringing the same energy to LA to my squad. Dez don't look so upset over there. <laughs> Dez don't look so upset, brother, because the sky's coming down. Hollywood Hill, LeBron is here. Space Jam 2 coming out next year. Nicole Simpson came back. We all out here, baby. Let's, <laughs> let's get it, man. Uh, let's get it. Uh, you know what? Uh, I'm with you. I respect Hollywood Hill Brown because he's not he's not the the nice oh oh trying to walk on eggshells, LeBron like trying to please the media and then please everybody else like Hollywood Hill Brown. Mercenary Brown. Yeah, like when he was in Miami he ain't give no fucks. He was like he was like, look, he was like, look, man, look, I don't care. It's my decision. I made it. Deal with it. I, I respected him for it, even though I didn't like it. But I respected him for it. respected him for it. I mean, look, six LeBron is not four, not five, not six, not seven, not eight. That's who he six said LeBron it. is. Six LeBron said it, and he actually did it. Bama went to eight straight finals. He did it. It, it. That's just the realest thing. It's like, he ain't win them all because it's hard. It's and hard. Then, you know what I'm saying? And, and especially it. in this generation of the NBA. He meant to do that with Miami. But he meant to do, he that meant to do it with Miami, but hey, he, he, he knew he was going. <laughs> he knew he was going. He knew he, he was, was going. like, I'm going. I don't know about <laughs> Y'all got to come with me. D Wade was like, nah, my knee's about to fall off in three years. <laughs> <laughs> D Wade, knee fell off twice. That Joe. That Joe was gone. Bosch, Bosch came out the cut with his, though. Bosch was all right. That was until, like, he had, situation. you know, that one it just didn't cut. work out. And that sucked. You know, so, I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> the window is open. That's for damn sure. For discussion. Out here, dog. For debate, Kyle Kuzma. Dog. We'll see what happens. The Lakers have a, a, a three-man roster as of right now. With free agency, these Bama's got three players. AD Kuz and Bron. Bron, Bron. Starts. It started. And they're the Vegas the favorites. It starts. Yeah, the thirtieth at six o'clock in the morning. PM. PM. That's gonna be a fun time. Time. And, and it made things a little interesting, a little bit more interesting. They kind of made it like the NFL, because technically, it used to start July 1st. Yeah, yeah. But you know how the NFL has like that little tampering period where you mm. can start to talk to the people like 6 to 12 hours before free agency actually starts? Yeah. Like the NBA is kind of like, they stole it. They, <laughs> they won't say they did. And the, NBA, the NBA be tampering all out. year. Exactly. All year, but like, how do you think KD got to the Warriors, bro? <laughs> like, how do you think KD got to the Warriors, man? All year. 
I mean, but I, hey, look, I'm for it though. I wish it was more of it, not as far as like super teams, but more of tampering. Like, I mean, we should be able to. You should be able to recruit who you want to recruit when you want to recruit them. It doesn't have to be a specific time. Like, some people aren't feeling it in that moment, but they can be feeling it then and there. You know what I mean? So, it's just all about timing. And perfect time is all the time. Mm. Make it happen. That's what she said. Yep. Yes, indeed. Ha, 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 ha. So, speaking of that, Kawhi could be going to the Lakers. He's a fun guy. Talking to different teams. Just doing what he want. Do what he want. He good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, that's a really interesting thing. Like, what do you guys think about Kawhi to the Lakers? Kawhi! <laughs> Come on now. You Uncle Shane. Hey, dog. I was at Miles and Jack, and I gave him the Miles years ago. But we get on Kawhi. I'm, yeah, I'm talking straight like Uncle Shane right now. <laughs> no, seriously, though. We get Kawhi. It's a wrap. It is a wrap. Put the kids to bed. Tuck them in. But here's what I want to hear from you guys right now. Are we gonna have that same energy about super teams? Is it going? Is the deck gonna be too stacked? Is it this is. shit not gonna be fair? It won't. Did Kawhi ruin the NBA? Yes. Are we still? Are we gonna hold him to the? Are we gonna hold that feet to the fire? I will. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say it like this because the Warriors are gonna be dismantled by then because Clay, ACLs, gone. KD, I was it a calf ankle? Achilles. Achilles. Gone for the season, so they're 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 a wash. Who else is gonna win the championship? Like they ain't no other team that's actually maybe the Bucks. That's but they about to fall off too. This is see to me. I'm not going to hold Kawhi's feet to the fire like how KD got held to the fire. And there's a yeah. key difference. Yeah, KD's is extremely different from this one. He lost to the team that he could have beat, and he went there, and then obviously we know the rest is history. They Kawhi, were up 3-1, bruh. Ka- Kawhi beat the team, and now he's like, I'm going to beat them again. You yeah. beat up Warriors. <laughs> it's just, I mean, Kawhi's just like, he, he can do what he wants, he good. <laughs> he got two, John. He, for him, it's just like I just want to win more championships. Which I respect. That. Which is like as possible. Yeah, Being like as comfortable as possible. It definitely wasn't easy with the Raptors, though. I gotta definitely say that. that I mean, he got all the breaks. Like yeah, I mean, everything went his way. He definitely Literally. did, cause cause like the, the team around him with that squad, like there's no way that they should have won, even though I had faith. But they somehow pulled it off. Like that that the one the one where he beat the Sixers, I'm like, bro, like come on. That, there's no way that happens. You're drifting to the side, and it bounces four different times and goes in for as a game winner. Like, like game seven. Like, yeah, like, bro, like, come on. Like, that never happens. And then, of course, Clay gets hurt, you know what I mean? And then KD comes back and then really gets hurt. So, it's like, he caught a lot of, a lot of good breaks. You a lot of good mean? breaks, man. A lot of good breaks. We'll be having a completely different co- Imagine, like, Clay don't get hurt, KD don't get hurt. And the Warriors come back, and like let's just hypothetically, so we can hypothetically say this now. We know what happened. Yeah. But let's just say hypothetically, the Warriors did somehow come back, and those guys didn't get hurt. Right. And Kawhi goes to the Lakers. 
It wouldn't be the What's same. What's the conversation then? It wouldn't. Be, I don't think it would be the same conversation. I don't even. I don't think it would be. I don't think it would be a, a super team conversation at that point. I feel like it would be like kind of like how LeBron did. Like, like, like D Wade was already there. Bosh got traded. No, he was there. He was a, they were all free agents. Right, and then and then, but D Wade was already going to resign. Yeah, and then Brian was like, "Well, I'm gonna go to Miami then, since D Wade down there." And then Bosh was like, "Well, hell, I want to play too." And then Bosh, I think it'll be it'll be one one of those because. Man, it's three of the top five players in the NBA on one team. Yeah, nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna beat that. Nobody. That's like seventy-five wins on two K, bro. If you simulate a season with those three dudes, like easily, you don't even need, you don't even need a, like a real, real bench. You just need some solid shooters on the bench to come in, just come in to shoot. Because they can each take a, a different break and then just come back in the fourth, like. That's load management. You want to talk about load management? Yeah, the it. easiest way to load management is to have other great players on the team. You can take a game off here and there. I mean, he, take, he said he's scheduled to take 15 games off every season now. 15. That's the norm in the NBA. That's why they got to talk about like shrinking the NBA schedule, man. They got to bring it to like 65 games or some shit like that. Bro. Yeah, people like Jordan and them don't like that. But they don't want to give up their fucking money. That's what it is, bro. I think they want to make more money, though. It was talking about having some like mid-season tournament or something. I saw something like that. Adams over. Let's have like a mid-season cup or something. The hell they talking? Yeah. Just keep they, it simple, they, dog. They want to make that. They said the NBA wants to model itself more after like European soccer. Well, they the okay. leagues and since how they operate more, are very uh, similar. Since though. it's becoming more yeah. of a, a a worldly game. Yeah. Well, I, Okay, I, I understand that part. But what would it merit? What would the mid-season like? What would, like so you're maybe it's an incentive for the bad teams. Like if maybe you have the mid-season tournament of the bottom feeders and the winner of the mid-season tournament. It's all you can have, uh, Each conference gets automatic bid into a playoffs. Yeah, it could. I mean, if they want to model it like, let's say, like the Premier League or whatever, like the English leagues, right? I mean, they have multiple. Cups yeah. like there's an FA Cup, yeah, yeah, there's a Premier Cup, yeah. there's like an English League Cup. There's yeah. three different giants you can win. So I mean, eh, they want to get freaky with it. They could do it. They we'll see. Uh, they might need more teams. I, I just don't understand what would it merit. You know what I mean? Like that. That's the part I would have to like know. Like, what, what, what what's the results? Like, are, are we getting it automatic bet to the playoffs if you win? Because if that's the case, hell yeah, I'm, I won't be in that. You know what I mean? That means your team could literally lose the rest of the games. And y'all still get a bid in the playoffs. Exactly. Knicks. <laughs> don't oh, take it this shit. Ain't no taking. Ain't no taking. Knicks gonna take it this shit. It might eliminate taking too, though. It might be. It could eliminate taking. Huh? Well, I mean, they've already taken the first step of eliminating taking this year with like oh reshuffling gosh. the lottery rules. Yeah. Like, think about it. The teams, the three worst teams that had the worst records. Didn't. Weren't even in the top four. Yeah. That's crazy. That's almost disrespectful to, to the tank. Face some shit. That's bad. But I guess. Even even when even when the lottery was popping, tanking wasn't the most efficient way to get it. Like, you weren't guaranteed a number one pick or the number two. Dude. Alright. So, with this free agency thing, y'all want to make some, like, rapid fire predictions? Yeah. Like, I say a name, you guys give me a team. How about that? Go ahead. Kawhi Leonard. 
Mm. Uh, I'll say my heart says Raptors. I'm gonna say Clippers though. I think he's gonna stay. I think he's playing around. I think he's gonna stay with the Raptors. Mm. I think Kawhi Leonard's gonna be a Laker. You just want him to be a Laker. I think he's gonna be a Laker. It's a I, strong possibility I with that too. But he bought a house in Toronto. Mm. Like it's like there's a lot of stuff to make him stay. There's nothing. The team isn't changing. He literally. The team isn't changing for one year, and then after that, everybody's everybody's like under restricted or restricted. Do you want to be a part of a rebuilding progress in Canada? It is cold as shit. He could. He (laughs) could be the the guy in Canada. Like it's Drake and Kawhi. He already won. He got what he wants. He good. (laughs) <laughs> he, got, he came for what he wanted. He do what he wants. He good. good. All right, so Kevin Durant. Nah, he he gone. Uh, Nets with Kyrie. That's just Kyrie. I think he stays with the Warriors. Uh, Kyrie Irving. Nets. <laughs> I got him on the Nets too. I got him. The only other team he wanted to go to was the Knicks. But they already got like 15 guards. So it's like, <laughs> it's either that or the Nets. Because D Lo's still a free agent. Well, will be a free agent. Jimmy Butler. I mean, the reporters say he's going to the Rockets. I guess I, I don't know how that's going to work I don't know how it's going to work I think he should stay in Philly yeah, They got to sign and trade folks And Philly ain't <coughs> trying to get them Sorry Houston side pieces up out here For Jimmy Butler Yeah So Plus if he leaves They, they actually just go back to Ben Simmons and, and B Because Tobias, Tobias is gone I got Jimmy Butler going to The Clippers That's interesting Interesting That will be actually That's a good fit for him him and Patrick Beverly. Gritty team. Yeah. Doc Rivers. Yeah. I can see that. I can definitely see that. I, I would agree with that. Yeah, Clippers. And I will put a caveat. If the Clippers can get Jimmy Butler, they got a shot at Kawhi too. Yeah. They, that, you're right. They got the two max. They get the tech. They got two max spots. Yeah. So that's a nice little caveat. Uh, Kemba Walker. There's reports of him saying oh, the Celtics. To, he's going to the Lakers. I got him going to the Lakers. You got Kemba Walker to the Lakers. Yeah, I think he's going to the Celtics. I think he goes to Boston. I don't really have too much of a read on Kemba, but I can see him going to Boston and, you know. I know he wants to win the ring, though, for sure. He tied it. He tied to Charlotte. Yeah, get the fuck out of there. We all agree Clay Thompson staying and go to state. Yeah, he ain't going nowhere. He's staying with him. <laughs> anybody's not, he's not. <laughs> cool, cool. Alright, we're all the consensus there. Chris Milton. Mm. Y'all think the Bucks gonna put up that bread for him? I think they should. I think they should, but he got a good thing going. But he's not. He's not. Uh, is he going to be worth the money they're going to have to give him to stay? No, he's a shooter, it's, it's man. Gonna, it's going to look like it's going to look like oh, why are we paying him this much? And he, all he does is shoot. That's what it's going to look like. But he's he's more important than that. He's going to look like a black Chandler Parsons. Mm. He's going to stay with the Bucks. That, that is <laughs> yes, that is very spot on. Uh, Tobias Harris. I think Philly. Oh, I think Philly doesn't let him and Jimmy get out the door. And Tobias is gonna be cheaper, so 
I think they keep Tobias. I think Philly keeps Tobias. <sighs> to be honest with you, I don't know. I don't. I don't know where he could go. Maybe the, he was on the Clippers already. Mm. You know what would be a good fit for him? Houston. They don't got the money. They don't, but I'm saying he would, he would be we a great We gotta stop one. talking about Houston, man. Houston trying to sign all these people, I'm just saying. They trying to sign people, they ain't got no money. I'm just saying, that would be a good fit for him. They got champagne taste. And they don't even got bottled water money. If he could go, if he could go to Portland, that'd be a good fit. If, Portland's a good fit. If he could go to Portland, that'd be a great fit. I want to know, man. Dame time, get it, get it right, man. It's Dame time, little bit. D'Angelo Russell. I want him to go to the Lakers. I do. I do. What I would love that story. I want him to go back. I kind of want. To see Danzel and Russell stay with the Nets. But then Kyrie might want to go to the Nets. Yeah, I mean, I'm cool with Kyrie going anywhere. I don't really care for Kyrie too much. Yeah. Even though he's a Dukey, and I love my Duke players, but he's, I don't know, Kyrie's kind of on my shit list a little bit right now. Why is that? We could, we should table that, talk about that. Well, that's another time. Yeah, table. Yeah, we'll table that. Bam. Last but not least. I think the the number ten and most underrated free agent, Al Horford. Where is he predicted to go? Wherever he's supposed to go is actually a great fit. I forget. What would be a great place for Al Horford? The Clippers. I would say the Clippers. Another low key spot that would be perfect for Al Horford. Dallas Mavericks. Oh, that's a perfect place for him to go. He's an old dude who can play. He can run the five. He'll be a stretch five with Porzingis. I think him and Porzingis and rolling up playing the three. Golly, that's, yo, that's ridiculous. That would be a nice little That nice would little be ridiculous. Three, I don't think they have the money to sign him, though. I think that, they do. That would be ridiculous. I think they, they got to pay Porzingis first. They got to get Porzingis his little yeah. restricted deal. I don't think they I don't think they would want him to sign him because they still want him to sign with him. So... I think that's probably why they won't sign it. But that would be a good-ass signing. <sighs> Get your popcorn ready, folks. You'll see. That's for sure. Moving on, we're going to hop right into our culture's topics. We got some hot topics. And we're going to take a little step away from what we typically talk about with social interactions and local, you know, things of that nature. We're going to talk about these democratic debates. We're going to get political on y'all. Ow. Ow. So, first things first, I'll let Juice lead because he actually truly watched the Democratic debates. Me and Dez kind of watched from the sidelines. Give us our take. Um, the Democratic debates, uh, going over the last two nights, they were on Wednesday and Thursday of this week from Miami. Um, 
all 20 Democratic nominees were there. Uh, they split it up 10 and 10. The first night, uh, I would say the headliners going in were Elizabeth Warren. Um, Cory Booker was in that first round with Dallas. Um, Beto, <laughs> uh, Julian Castro. And uh, the second night featured the other big heavy hitters like Bernie and Joe Biden, Kamala. Uh, so it was a interesting debate. Like there were topics and uh, big plans thrown out. Not a lot of answers, a lot of deflecting from what I heard. Um, it's usually out of preliminary stuff. <laughs> usually how it goes, but I think the first people that stood out to me over the first over the first night was who impressed me the most was Elizabeth Warren. I think she she just has a a confidence in her eyes. And when you get into these debates and you get in these like social platforms and, and talking and talking points and town halls and all this type of stuff, you gotta don't don't read their lips, read their eyes. Because the eyes will tell more to the soul than what your mouth can ever do. And Elizabeth Warren, when she speaks, she speaks like, I'm doing this for you. Like, she, she I never hear a word come out of her mouth that makes it seem like she's doing this for herself. And she has a genuality about her that I can really get jiggy with. And she's really impressive. I think Julian Castro had a pretty good debate. I know not a lot of people know who Julian Castro is. I don't really know him that thoroughly. I have to do more research on him, but he's a pretty good candidate. Um, uh, Cory Booker <laughs> had his moments. <laughs> uh, I'll leave it there. Uh, second night, I think Bernie and uh, Biden, they were a step behind. They old. <laughs> kind of feel like they're a step behind, and uh, Kamala really went a little hard body at Mr. Biden, coming at his old record, and uh, she even tied in a personal experience from her own childhood and brought it all the way back to Vice President Biden, and kind of left him a little shook a little bit. It was kind of an impressive moment for Kamala. I'm not the biggest Kamala fan myself, but. Um, it was an impressive moment that she stood up, and I think she did well in her first debate. So, I think the debates are gonna wither out a lot of the the non-nomers, the people that really don't aren't gonna make it to the second, third debates yeah. pretty quickly. Um, shout out my dog Andrew Gang, who's out here trying to get Bama's a thousand dollars a month. Bring my man to the next debate. Yes. Yes. I, I want to hear more about this policy. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, I'm going to open the floor to you guys. Like um, Right now, who, who has your ear the most? If you had to vote right now for a Democratic. Well, Andrew Yang, I've seen him talk on CNN. My man is radical. My man is different. He ain't, you know, he's coming out of nowhere, he's a wild card, and he presents a lot of interesting things. $1,000 a month, 
to do a lot of things for me and a lot of people, young people across the country. Man, that's stipend. Give me a stipend, dog. Yeah, stipend, man. All this money. It's called the freedom dividend. And the truth is that it's so doable. It's easily done if we just tap on the right resources. In fact, uh, <clears throat> let me tell y'all this and our listeners, there's uh, a publication uh, series called The Hustle that I get, I was subscribed to the newsletter. And uh, they send out, you know, it's basically based, focused on business mostly, but it also covers other topics that kind of blend in with politics and happenings in the world and stuff like that. Um, so it's a pretty good. I, I really like The Hustle. Just look it up, Google it. You'll find it. They're based out of Cali. Um, so they released a, a, one of the emails. I think it was a couple of days ago. It was on Wednesday. There was one piece of the, the newsletter it was talking about billionaires actually tapping on politicians' shoulders in order to say, hey, we actually want to get taxed more. Tax us more so that we can help the American economy and help the people. Because we know that these top five percenters, one percenters that make billions of dollars easily can make our lives a lot better. A lot better. They got billions. That's a big ass number. Like, All right. Like people don't understand. I don't think people understand how much that really is. Like they just hear a billion. I'm like, oh yeah, this is a lot of money. Like no, you know what you could do with with a billion dollars at your disposal? Change the world. Like, like come on. You can legitimate. It's so much money. It's money that lasts lifetimes when you hit billion. So it's ridiculous. Like air, dog. It's like air. Like I said on the past podcast, it's like air. You everywhere. Like be a billionaire. So. The stipend idea from Andrew Yang, I fucks with it. Boy, if you can actually prove that you can do this thing, because at the end of the day, we still need the best person for the job, I'm down for a thousand or more. Really, y'all can flex on two. Give me two. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I, Kamala's, uh, we'll see what she got. Cory Booker, eh, not too, you know, move. I don't know about Biden. Um, Bernie Sanders, again, coming at us with some radical change, with, which is good. I mean, my man trying to erase student debt. I'm, I'm behind that. Like, Bernie's good, man. But Bernie talks a great game. But deep down, I don't think Bernie has a plan. Like, I don't think he has a concrete legislation that he can, like, legit put together that people are going to want to follow through on. You know, I I, I I agree with with that about Bernie because like every time he talks, it's just like yeah, first yeah, black people should have reparations and yeah, I believe in that. Then the next time he's like, well, I don't think they should actually get it though, but they actually deserve it. Let me explain why. And then like and he that, just deflects. And then he's and he, like never he never like he babbles and he never comes back to his initial like the question. So. Well, my favorite is uh, um, is Andrew Yang, just just for how radical and different he thinks, as far as what we could do, like how they were so hard going for Trump because oh yeah, he's the businessman, he's gonna change this, he's gonna change that, and actually all he's really done is just put us in further shit. Um, everyone else is is kind of like the same old run around. 
we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that, and then I'm just like, you just get, it becomes white noise at one point. It's like, oh yeah, sometimes I'm get up here and say we need to focus on weather control, or sometimes we get up here and say we need to focus on prison reform, or like, you know, not that those things do not matter, but they never get done when they're in office. So it's like, it's just all, it's like, all right, well, you're gonna say the same thing, and then we're gonna put you in, and then what's gonna happen? Nothing. It's gonna stay the same. Like, need a change yeah I do agree that we need a change I don't think we need to go somebody as radical as Mr. Gang even though I, I do love that thousand dollar idea I yes. definitely work with that I don't think we need to go that radical but I do it's all about that we got. that's all we got as of right now like the person who's impressed me the most is Elizabeth Warren. And I think this country has been ready for a female president, but I don't think Hillary was that one. I never thought Hillary was the one. No. no. Miss Warren could be the one. Because she's the one that isn't scared to go straight up to Wall Street, isn't scared to fight with the, the big drug companies. She's not scared at all. Like, she's gonna come and she's gonna bring the big fight. And she can bring the fight to Trump. Good. At the end of the day, you need somebody that can beat Donald Trump. That's 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 it. And right. somebody who's not gonna be bullied, somebody who's not gonna like wilt in the pressure of a debate with Donald Trump and get caught into the food fight that Donald Trump tries to employ employ in his tactics. Miss mm -hmm. Warren is focused. She knows her plan. She knows what she wants. And I think as of right now, she she still has a ways to go to catch Biden. Because I think our popular, like at the end of the day, it's just a popularity contest. And most black people, and most people in general, don't keep themselves informed enough with these people. So yeah. they go with who yeah. they know. Who they know already. Oh, yeah. So I encourage people to. Take some time, read about these people, read about their background. Just don't vote blindly. I think that's been part of the American problem in the diaspora of America so far. For so long. Yes, is that people don't There you go. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's the truth, though. I mean, I feel like the general American public don't read enough. They don't stay informed. They don't watch the programs that they should watch or take time to educate themselves. They kind of just wait and see and then they react. And that's shitty. That's the reason why America is in a shitty position. That's why, I mean, it's an interesting time in America because honestly, from a historical perspective, America is a very young country. It's only 400 years old or so. The countries in Europe, the people talk about, oh, if America is the greatest country in the world, why aren't we having free health care and free universal education, etc.? Well, part of it is because we're a young country and we haven't figured shit out yet. And we're trying to figure out. So this is a breaking point in our history. Yeah. It's also due to the fact, and I've heard people say... And capitalism. They, they, they've I heard people say, like, well, people in Canada have, like, free health, like, have health care, universal health care, and this, that, and that. And I go, okay, that's nice and all, but also keep in mind, there's only like 40 million people that live in Canada. Barely that. There are 300 
million people mm -hmm. living in America. Yep. <laughs> it's much easier to manage 40 compared to 327, 26 million. Also, we're in massive debt, so. Yeah, and our <laughs> debt is terrible because of capitalism and the way that shit works. But our debt could be completely deleted, deleted. if billionaires paid more taxes. Yes, literally. Instead of trying to find ways to cheat the system to have debt, which they've successfully done Walmart. over the last hundred years, because billionaires have only been around for that long. You know what I'm saying? Like, they've been creating the system, but y'all gotta pay it back. Pay what you owe. Or else this ship of a country is gonna capsize. Because we're fucked. One dark horse candidate for people to keep their eyes and ears open for. He also impressed me too, and I wanted to give him this, his due. Mayor Pete. Pete Buttigieg. He did a great job, and he was young and he was confident. I think America has a way to go. Like, like Jeff said, we're we're at a teeter point of our democracy and our country. Like, I do believe that our generation, the younger, like the the, 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 the boomers, gotta go. Let's let's get, yeah. let's get that out the way. It's time to get these old fugly people up out of here. Mm -hmm. So new and progressive. Uh, ideas can finally be addressed, like climate change, <laughs> like, like immigration. Real, yeah, real time. Like, like, like real issues that are affecting right now. Gun laws. <laughs> like those things aren't going to be changed until there's a fundamental systemic change within our core government. And I've also said at the end of the day, like Democrats and Republicans, it's apples and oranges at the end of the day. I feel like there might be there might be a need for a new party. Because I feel like the Democratic Party is it's either you're super left and you're so progressive, you're so innovative, you're so like you're out there. You you got all these ideas, but then there's still a bubble of Democrats that are just stuck in that conservative yeah. mind frame too. That they don't want to go too far on the ledge. Like, either it has to be a seven-year court or you got to squeeze it back and come together more. Because I think the fracture of the Democratic Party is part of the reason why Donald Trump is elected. It's president right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And those seeds have been sown for a long time and they're still going on right now with this whole, like, impeachment shit. Like you got a you got a good amount of Democrats on the far far left that are like get this dude the fuck up out of here, but then you got people like Nancy Pelosi, <laughs> who's stuck in her like conservative model. She don't want to like step on too many toes, but she still wants to have her liberal pie too. Make a choice. <laughs> Something's got to give. Go vote. But interesting topic change, like sticking with politics. If you guys were running for president, what would be your number one pressing issue? What's your first executive order on day one? I'll start with Jeff. That's tough because before before 
well, while we were brainstorming about this, I was like, climate change is like, you know, a very big issue. And it truly is. But it can't be my number one thing. You know, it'll probably be number two because it still needs to be addressed. Because we only got one planet. Being, you know, I mean, it, it, it ain't like this is an anime cartoon where niggas is getting them big ass ships and we go on across the fucking universe and shit at light speed. We ain't. So, first thing I would do is solve the debt crisis. The debt crisis is debilitating. It is choking America as we speak. I'm part of the choking. Nigga, I can't breathe. This shit is stressful. And it's not. I'm saying that. And I don't even have the worst debt. <laughs> I don't. There are people who are hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. And that ain't me. I'm below that. But it's still rough. You can't move. I can't breathe. I can't move. It needs to be solved. So the debt crisis and figuring out how to solve this problem. Because we're about, what, 22, $21, 22000000000000 trillion in debt. Like at this point, we still borrow money. And all we do, and the thing is, I was talking about this with my cousin uh, earlier this year. America is a bully. We're, this is our tactic, bully tactic, what we've been doing for eons. We borrow money and invest in our military and say, if you want your money, come fight me. Come fight me. Come fight me then. We debo the world. That's what we do. Oh, yeah? Come, come fight me then. Square up. Square up. What? <laughs> what terrors? <laughs> what terrors? <laughs> nope. <laughs> so, I mean, that that would be my first topic. Dennis? My first. No, nah, I, 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 that's what I actually I was going to go with the, the debt. Because. How can we how can we call ourselves the greatest country when we owe so much money to everyone everywhere else and everyone else? The banks, uh, India, England, uh, China, like we owe so much money, like like we can call ourselves the greatest, you know, you know, out in out in public, you know, like, yeah, yeah, we're doing this, we're doing that. But behind closed doors, like, alright, here's your money, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to say that. I, um, I apologize, it won't happen again. Um I have your rent next uh next month, all right? Just just wait on that, all right? But like, I don't know. I feel like I feel like the debt is an easy way, is an easy is to get rid of if we just do what we're supposed to do. I mean, like, like Jeff, like Jeff was saying, like if we if we if taxes were set up the way they were supposed to be set up, we wouldn't be in the debt that we're in right now. Like, mm-hmm. literally. We would not be like if the, the if the if the ones that make the most get taxed the most, that will even things out to where we we can break out of this debt that we're in and we can actually function on our own and do what we really want to do or do things that benefit us primarily and not everywhere else. But instead, like just said, we're like bullies. We just like as soon as somebody mention our name, we don't even gotta be for something negative. It could be well, uh, American pop singer. Oh, uh, who? What? Oh, all right. I thought you was talking about. All right, like you know, what I mean, like we don't. We're in. We're in everybody else's country for no reason, just because troops stationed everywhere, just in case y'all want to pop off. You know, what I mean, like y'all want to pop off. 
doing we doing we doing the most. I'll go different for you guys. Um, I think the first thing that I would address is healthcare. Yeah, that's um, important. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of in agreement with more of the left approach. I'm not full on Bernie with it. I don't think the whole private insurance industry should be just totally dismantled because at the end of the day this is American people have the right to choose what they want but there should be a reliable government insurance entity that people a Medicare that should, people all Americans even some undocumented that covers the undocumented people as well like underneath that umbrella so I agree for Medicare for all who want it. <laughs> I think that's how Mayor Pete said it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm more of that. Like, I think if you come up with a reform for that, if you have uh, a universal health care that people can all gravitate to, that can compete and chokehold the prices and drive the stocks of these medicines back down to a reasonable rate, I think you'll get more competitive between the private sector and government. But until we even get a reliable government Medicare system in place, these private insurance companies are going to continue to rape and pillage our money. Yeah. And people are still going to be in struggles where like, they can't take their kids to emergency rooms. <laughs> they can't afford it. And that has to change. Yeah. That has to change. Nobody in America should be fearful to want to go get medical treatment because they can't afford it. Yeah, that sounds ridiculous. So, that right now is like, I think fixing our debt and all that stuff, we gotta fix, we gotta fix everything from the inside before we start pressing that thing out because to clear that debt, we gotta improve our foreign relations and that's going to take a lot with Donald Trump being our president right now yeah. because people look at us like jokes literally like we're a reality show of the world right now and y'all seen the shit with Donald Trump with Vladimir Putin reaching over joking with him saying don't meddle with our elections okay please condescending as fuck bro he's a whole ass president bro <laughs> like, he's a piece of shit like we we gotta do better, America. So let's just let's just hope that whoever we get to go against Donald puts up the best fight. He's gonna get thrashed. Um, whoever we put up against him, he's getting thrashed. America, this one's for you. For sure. All right. And that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, fix that. Come on, let's say it one more time. Y'all help us. How deep is your love? How deep is your love? All I see is find your word. All I see is find your word. Every night is find your word.
Says Radio. Double up on them. So, our last topic to round out this episode on July the 4th will be music. Now, this is going to be more so uh, the projects that are out right now and the anticipation of some projects that are coming up. First thing that I'm excited about and I listened to Acid Rap today for the first time. Forgive me, Lord. It's just I didn't get a chance to get to it. Chance album is coming. He's been tweeting about it, and they he released uh, at re-released Acid Rap and his other project on Spotify and iTunes. So I'm excited to see what my man got coming up. I mean, he's a rhyming couplet specialist. Just, he just has a unique way about him, and he makes excellent music. I feel like this is kind of like a comeback album. Yeah. A chance a little bit. He's kind of falling off like mainstream for a while, and uh, it's kind of like his little big comeback. So I'm kind of excited to see what he brings to the table as well. Yeah. It's gonna be dope. I mean, he's been doing his speaking of politics. He's been doing his political things with Chicago and you know government, Illinois, and all types of stuff going on. And he got married too. And he got married. Yeah, he had a lot going on. Black love. Next thing, Indigo just dropped from C Breezy. Yeah. Woo! Man, he gave us another compilation. For the next year. For the next year, for the next two years. <laughs> I gave you 32, alright? I don't wear nothing else. I'll see y'all next year. Alright? I ain't gonna be here. I ain't gonna be here. My man, my man made an album so he could just do a concert of all his new songs. Oh, that's it. <laughs> and it just he's just the only one there. He ain't nobody else headlining, nobody, nobody opening for him, nothing. He making sure he don't never got seen run it again. <laughs> Shit, the, the last one was 45, this one 32. Let's literally two show, shows worth. Maybe even three. Golly. I couldn't, I didn't I didn't I listened to some songs. I've gotten through about a quarter of it. But when I saw 32, I started to get like bad anxiety because I was like, yo, how am I going to listen to all of this? It was two hours long, man. Where am I going? Like, how am I going to listen to this, man? Like, when? When I'm going to have time? So, um, I'm going to get around to it eventually. But the songs I heard so far definitely were fire. Um, I wouldn't expect nothing less from. Christopher Brown. It's Chris Brown. You know what I mean? I wouldn't expect him to like. I heard the undecided. I was like, yeah, he definitely come back, coming back. And then he, he dropped that joint with uh with Drake. I said, yeah, that's a jump. That's, that's, that's a, a bop. Jump. That's a bop. Definitely a bop. I was like, yeah, there it is. They like Clay Thompson, let's, Steph Curry on a track. Let's be real, man. He's Chris Brown. No, no. You no. know who he is. Yeah, yeah we know. We it, know it, who the he man is. don't make. He don't. He doesn't he make bad music. Bro. Like, I'm about to say, like, I, I don't really, king. I can't really, he the real of, king. I can't, <laughs> I can't think of a song that he actually put out that was actually like I didn't like, even just a little bit. Yeah, you know like, what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, every song he put out, I, I got, I'm gonna sing to it because it's, it's breezy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So Indigo, I mean, my personal experience with it so far, I haven't gotten through all 32 tracks yet. How could you? Uh, yeah, right. I, mean, I got through like, like Shimron the God. Yeah, let's shout out Shimron the God. Shout out Rail. Shout out Rail. Yeah, like it's 
like I listened to like, I think the first five or six songs so far and I was like automatically to me off the first two tracks like this ain't better than Heartbreak on the Moon it's like Summertime Breezy is better than yeah. Fall Sad breezy, whatever the hell is going Nobody on. So my man out here, and I mean, it's just got you a beat. I mean, Indigo is dope. I mean, he got colors. It, he's naming songs after colors, so it's like, you know, this shit different. So I think I appreciate Breezy for giving us something else to listen to for sure. Now uh, another anticipatory project is Rose Bose Bose Bose. Hit him up, long, long. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, man. Uh, so, Port of Miami 2 is uh, Ross's next project coming out. I mean, hey, hey, man, I mean, his first jump. Hill Ross again, bro. Yeah, he's Hill Ross again. Hill, it's Hill season, dog. It's just like. Um, Dope as fuck. Uh, you know, his first mainstream album was Port of Miami, huh? <laughs> King in the Camp. <laughs> I mean, it's it's dope to see him kind of bring this phase back. That means we're going to get some thorough ass shit. Uh, it ain't Teflon Dawn, but it's going to be lit. It's you know, probably going to be better. You know it's going to be a it's gonna be, album. It's going to be great. Nah, this. Port of, Miami, hitting, right? Port of Miami is gonna be gritty, man. I think we gonna get we gonna get some Glocks. <laughs> Port of Miami, <laughs> like he gonna be two. He gonna be selling cocaine every song on this jump. Every single song. Yeah. Selling white. Mm. Call it Jimmy they got the funny. I can't wait to see what ad libs he come out with. <laughs> There's another joke. What do you say? Put, put it now. <laughs> like, put it now. <laughs> like, he got so many different ad libs. So I'm excited to see that too. Like, it's going to be a dope project. Um, and last but not least, the fan favorite of this show, all of us love him, Crizzle. Big crit, multi. Hit him up, hit him up, hit him up. Multi till I die. Till I die, like Crystal coming out with his joint. Oh, uh, crit is here. <laughs> nah, not that one. Not man. that one. Not that one. <laughs> not that one Keep man. it one. Oh 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 oh. oh, oh. oh, oh. All right, slick. It's funny because like we always like we didn't want to say it was trash, and it was like yeah, that kind of. That's not a good yeah, song. Yeah. That was kind that of wasn't your best, yeah. But we are excited for your new project, though, man. Yeah, because, I mean, he puts together experiences, so I'm excited to see Big Crit. Crit is here. Yeah, you know, the couple of tracks that he put out already are dope. Dope, as far. So, we excited. Learned, like, the stuff from TDT. He got two songs from TDT on there, too. Learning from, learning from Texas and um, Energy. They're both on there. I wish you would have put more, but... So when I saw the list, it was like at least 22 songs, 20 songs, 20. I can do another double. Uh, always great. Always. Great is a, um, uh, a clubhouse classic. Shout out to the team. Clubhouse. Clubhouse. Cognac Clubhouse. Shout out. Random. Are we driving the boat this summer or are we sticking with Henny? 
Because apparently Duce is what is driving the boat according uh, yeah, to Megan like Stallion. Yeah, like you don't just call it driving the boat. I like it. I'm I can't retire. Retire. <laughs> You're retired from Duce. I'm retired from drink. drinking. I'm driving boat. I'm driving boat a little bit. I ain't driving the boat boat, but I mean, I will get some Duce at some I point heard, or something. I haven't had no Duce in I'm definitely a wine drinker. Years. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to hang anymore, man. Wash. Wash. It's actually wash season. It's not summer no more. It's wash season. It's wash season forever now. I was born washing. <laughs> Retire wash. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, that pretty much covers it, my good people. Enjoy your barbecue. Enjoy your drink. Drink if you're driving a boat. If you're drinking henny or drinking wine or wine cooler, mimosa, champagne, whatever you like. Enjoy it. Enjoy some good ass food, some fireworks. Enjoy, enjoy your family, and be responsible. Well, most we're importantly, we're too old. Come too on. old for that. Too old for that. And be the young people that listen, listen. Be responsible. Be responsible. <laughs> no drinking and driving. Mellow. Don't drive the boat. Don't, Don't drive the boat and drive the boat. No babies Shit either. Sitting like SpongeBob. <laughs> Crash. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Spongebob, why? <laughs> yeah. Yo, endless, like, Spongebob references, yo. That shit funny, yo. Yo, yo Mrs. Puff, yo. Mrs. Puff funny as shit. I, I was at work today, and I was, like, uh, doing the Patrick joint where he was working at Krusty Krab, people was calling, hi, is this the Krusty Krab? No, this is Patrick. <laughs> Sister Krusty Krab? No. no. This, this is Patrick. Patrick. <laughs> Sister Krusty Krab? No. This is Patrick. Patrick. <laughs> I'm not a Krusty Krab. <laughs> Patrick, that's the name of the restaurant. Oh. Barnacles. <laughs> yeah, Pat, we're glad you go. Oh, thank goodness. SpongeBob, can I have your job back? <gasps> <laughs> oh my god, dog. Oh man, now we just talking shit. Yo. You know what's funny? Shit. You know what's funny? The very first episode we did was we the, the um soundbite was Dirty Dan. Oh yeah. yeah. It was though. It was Dirty Dan. That's amazing. That That's shit. That just tells y'all 22 in, we still the same, man. Ain't nothing changed. Ain't nothing changed. And we thank y'all for listening. Continue, continue. We gonna keep dropping the heat, and you gonna see more from us. And we gonna get better. Always. You wait on it. Don't wait too long. Peace. So peace. Hit us up. Let us know what y'all think. Keep listening. Spotify, iTunes, or actually Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud. We're on the mediums. Listen in, and we look forward to talking to y'all on the next episode of You Got Two Cents.
says radio. Double up on them. One more time for the one time. Happy 4th of July to all the beloved listeners of the You Got Two Cents podcast. We really love y'all. Have to say it every single time because I am grateful for the people who continue to listen and for the new listeners. You might as well listen in. So make sure you stay tuned for episode 23. Make sure y'all stay tuned for some live shows on IG coming. Make sure y'all stay tuned, period. Period. You know what I'm saying? So um, enjoy the summer. Enjoy the cookouts. Enjoy everything. Enjoy life. Live life to the fullest. Um, I really don't have a lot to say. Keep your eyes open for sure for new episodes. Make sure you stay politically involved. That's why we put it in this episode. That's very important. So, without further ado, this is your boy Drizzle, aka Jeff, the man, the myth, the legend, stepping off. Look forward to giving y'all the next episode soon.